up on today's federal newscast. Federal employees are one step closer to getting a possible pay raise. With the latest government shutdown behind us, there could be another problem for agency funding coming up soon. And Veterans Affairs releases its new standards for allowing veterans to use private doctors. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The House passes a 2.6% pay raise for civilian employees for the rest of the year. The Federal Civilian Workforce Pay Fairness Act gets through with a 259 to 161 vote, but not without some theatrics. Republican Congresswoman Susan Brooks wants to recommit the bill to include a provision which excludes employees' discipline for sexual misconduct. The bill now heads to the Senate, where it may not have the support it had in the House. The latest attempt to stop shutdowns for good, Virginia Republican Rob Whitman has introduced a bill to block pay for lawmakers if they fail to pass comprehensive spending bills before the end of the fiscal year. He introduced similar legislation last year, but the bill never made it out of committee. Whitman says the bill will discourage members of Congress from triggering another government shutdown or passing another continuing resolution. Another potential problem with agency funding is on the horizon. The nation is about to reach its debt ceiling, which distinguishes how much the government is legally allowed to borrow. Some lawmakers, though, are looking at mechanisms to help put more planning in the appropriations process. One is bipartisan legislation from Senators Gene Shaheen and Johnny Isaacson. It would require the president to submit a two-year budget at the beginning of the first session of a new Congress, who would then need to adopt a two-year budget resolution and two-year funding bills during that first session. Six House lawmakers take the lead in Homeland Security subcommittees. Congressman Cedric Richmond from Louisiana will chair the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Protection and Innovation Subcommittee, while New Mexico Congressman Sochil Torres-Small takes over the Oversight, Management, and Accountability Subcommittee. Chairman Benny Thompson held the Oversight Committee's first meeting yesterday. Leaders of the House Armed Services Committee say the Pentagon ignored the law when it sent its latest report on climate change to Capitol Hill. More now from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Committee Chairman Adam Smith and two other members are issuing a formal request for DOD to revise the report. They say the department violated the plain language of the law that demanded the report in the first place. Among the deficiencies, lawmakers say the Pentagon failed to include specific lists of the military bases that are most vulnerable to climate change and what's being done to mitigate the effects and how much it would cost to make sure those bases are viable for the next 20 years and beyond. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. We now have a clearer picture of how Veterans Affairs plans to expand access to private care. VA proposes much-anticipated access standards under the new VA Mission Act. They describe the criteria for veterans to get care in their communities over the VA. Veterans who must drive 30 minutes or longer or have been waiting 20 days or more to get primary or mental health care can now see a private provider instead. Veterans will also have access to urgent walk-in care centers in their communities. And so let the debate begin about VA's new access standards. Feedback from veteran service organizations on the proposed standards so far have been a mixed bag. Veterans of Foreign Wars says VA is repeating the same mistakes it committed in previous years, while AMVETS calls them a step in the right direction. Many VSOs say they wish VA had included them more in the drafting process of the new standards. 
VA fell short of its data center consolidation goals and left tens of millions of dollars on the table. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. The Inspector General at the Veterans Affairs Department found the agency missed many of its goals under the administration's data center consolidation and optimization initiative. Auditors say this resulted in VA missing out on saving more than $85 million. The IG says VA fell short of its data center goals because it didn't have an accurate inventory of its data centers or a credible plan to increase operational efficiency. VA received an F grade under the data center initiative on the December Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act or FATARA scorecard. I'm Jason Miller. The Air Force Academy is deliberately hiring enlisted airmen to teach and serve on the faculty for the first time in the school's history. The move is part of a joint effort by the Air University and the Academy to advance enlisted education across the service. The Academy is currently in the process of hiring those candidates. The initiative also aims to invest in the enlisted force by giving them opportunities to share their experiences. Cyber and medical experts wanted, the Army Reserve is expanding its recruitment for those fields by stationing soldiers in Massachusetts and California to give the Reserve more exposure to businesses and organizations in those regions. Chief of the Army Reserve, Lieutenant General Charles Lucky, says it's looking for mid- and late-career workers who are looking to serve their country. It's wise to nurture those scientists working in federal agencies. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Often their work matches the best in academia. The latest group of 18 honored by the National Academy of Sciences includes three from the federal government. Michelle Thompson is a planetary scientist at Los Alamos National Lab. Anna Berensmeyer is a paleobiologist at the Smithsonian. And Elizabeth Ainsworth is a molecular biologist at the Agricultural Research Service. They win prizes from $20,000 to $100,000 each. I'm Tom Temin. Census Bureau Deputy Director Ron Jarman says the agency is looking to build a set of digital tools to help the public make better use of its treasure trove of data. The Census Business Builder, for example, helps small businesses and entrepreneurs better understand their customers through American Community Survey and economic census data. Jarman says most of the agency's public data comes from sources other than the decennial count. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 